Hello and welcome to episode 459 of Outlanders Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin. All right. Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. Two wild and crazy guys. (laughs) And that's the podcast, folks. All right. We'll see you next week. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough. So. Needle pulling thread. I guess it's called knitting, so you wouldn't say sewing. What is like? What's the is difference? it? Yeah, I. Mm. Hmm. One of them, like, I think. I, I think. I. Uh, so you knit. You loop. Like if you're, I think if you you're, if you're, stuff? yeah, if it, well, if you're sewing. You are sewing pieces of fabric together. The fabric is made. You're just attaching it. And knitting is like, I'm going to knit a sweater. I'm going to take yarn and I'm going to create the cloth, the the, the piece of clothing <clears throat> whole. So what is making of the cloth then? Is that mm. knitting? Making isn't that, a, isn't that a religious term? It's a... Uh... What do they call the the thing that does the? It was in Wanted, that thing. What is that thing that takes the cotton and goes back and forth and it? Oh, a uh, 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 loam, 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 loom, loom. Is it a loom? Yeah, we're getting we're getting beyond my uh, my understanding of <laughs> clothing creation. This always this always goes back to my how like. If if we went apocalyptic, how well could we build back? Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. Well, I mean, there are books out there. So, are you talking about like all books are burned, computers uh, are emp'd? I guess just emp'd. Okay, like, so we only have if, books. Yeah, if technology, all technology like, got fried. Yeah, could... I feel like we do pretty good because there are so many technical textbooks out there. But I mean, I mean, yeah. How quickly could we ramp back up? I mean, like it would yeah, be—I don't know—decades, right, before we got even remotely close. Because you got to figure we got to build like the first thing, you know? Like, I guess, like, right. well, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess the it would depend on how. So I mean, really, like, all we're talking is to be clear, we're talking about an EMP blast around the world. Is that yeah. all we're talking about? Okay. Yeah, it wipes out all. Te- but I'm saying like electronics, all existing electronics busted. Yeah. Like what at what stage are they busted? You know, like what's the lowest stage? Like all chips are fried. So like, do, I, like how long right. would it take us to like manually make a chip? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like would we would because, we because uh, let's think about it right like okay what's going on at the chip making factory well I guarantee yeah a bunch chips of those machines chips. have chips in them <laughs> chips and chips <laughs> so you would need you would almost need I mean you what you would really want would be like the original chip making right uh, facilities but I don't doubt that those have all been abandoned but, and dismantled that's what I'm saying like would you have to start off at like vacuum tubes again. 
Like, I don't know. That's a good question. Would you have to go through the progression that we just, went through to get to this point? I'm trying to remember. Do you remember in the 2005 World of Wars? War, a War of the Worlds? War of the Worlds. War, World of Wars. World of Warcrafts. <laughs> uh, he he goes to get his car and right. the... Uh, and the uh, or not to get his car. I, he's at the mechanic, and the guy's like, "Get damn this thing! All the cars, they won't start except for this one." I I just blah blah blah, and I don't remember what he says. I don't know why. I, I don't know what he replaced did. starter or something like that. I he don't just know. replaced the fuses. Well, I thought he said the starter. Hmm. Maybe. But it's like the only car that works, at least right there yeah. in that moment. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question, Matt. Yeah, I don't. No, I, doubt, no doubt there would be a tumultuous several years. <laughs> right. Well, I'm. What if another thing is like, what if we all just left? Like we, like the snap happened, but it it took everybody away for five years. Oh. Like. Huh. And let's say only a handful of people came back. Oh, do you think, do you think society could pick up with what was left behind for five years? Define a handful. So from 7 billion people to a million. Ooh. Okay. So like, I don't know. Metropolitan areas have like 10,000 people in them. Or right. Something. I don't know. You know, uh, yeah, that's a good question. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. That's a, that's a really interesting prompt it's an interesting writing prompt yeah like for for people that know more about uh (laughs) systems than we do (laughs) it'd be so many if we tried to write it there'd be so many like so many reddit posts about like look at this oh my god did these guys even talk to anybody here over here Yeah, it's the kind of book where, like, a writer writing it would would call. They'd be they'd be contacting like every professor they could think of, you know, professor of economics, and I mean, because you would need you would need so so like for example, like I don't know, a large metropolitan <clears throat> city. You're like, oh, about ten thousand people. I I don't even know if that's about right. Yeah, for for divvying up. So first and foremost, you would need. Let's say Seattle. We'll go enough, Seattle. Enough. So, 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 here's, so here's one of the issues is there are only so many people who run power plants and know how to run a power plant. Right. And so, you know, a, a fraction of those people come back. If that. Well, that's I, what I'm saying. I, like, yeah, exactly. Do you, think, do you think society would just abandon it? And be like, you know what? We're no. doing fucking communes. You know, no. we're gonna just do farming. And I think that uh, I think that there would be like like each country would probably direct everyone to come to a certain place, like come to New York City. I don't know. Maybe it would make more sense to be the middle of the country. So come to Kansas City. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get actually Kansas city is a good example because it's a very tech forward city and it's, it's, it's done a lot of things to kind of modernize. They've got, you know, fiber cable, although I don't know how much we're going to need the internet. I don't know, but like, like we're all <laughs> going to Kansas city. That's where the power is going to be. And then from there we can branch out and maybe try and set up some other cities. 
but 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 yeah like actually that would make the most sense we would have to kind of centralize in a place because you're only going to have so many surgeons and doctors and and people like you're going to have enough people to run one large city with you know some suburbs yeah i so I, think, the, yeah. I don't know i mean i think that would be like what you would want to happen but i think people would be like you know i'm just gonna stay here <laughs> and they would just set up oh communities. yeah yeah there'd be yeah. lots of people that would take the opportunity like all these like bug out bag live on the land people would take the opportunity to just settle wherever the hell they want like you could have an entire town to yourself yeah and there'd be probably some i mean i don't know there theoretically there'd be some roving bands of marauders setting up it might be some story where they have to like put up a wall around the city i don't know i don't know there's gonna be a lot of like gear out there right yeah It'd be the food thing, though. And, you know, that's a, yeah, yeah. It's always going to come down to. Well, yeah, because so so to your point, like five years blinked out, we come back, all of our farmland and whatnot is going to be like somewhat wild. Yeah, um, I mean it, it would be it would be ready to be re you know retilled and whatnot, I guess, and we would like dig into the I don't know vaults of seeds and. But uh, I don't know. It's again like there's so many ramifications to that. It's it's not for. It's not for us to <laughs> suss out. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of ridiculous to think like how almost back to normal everything is in the Marvel universe after this. Thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Matt. I want I that mean, shit explored more. Like, I would literally watch a sci-fi show on the Disney Plus channel that did not have any superheroes. You know, did not have any. Well, I mean, they would. You could have some cameos, but like for them, I, I want to see storylines in that universe of what life was like when everyone blinked out. I want to see like heart rending tales. And then, I mean, you could seriously, you could, you could seriously make a like seven, six or seven season show about people like getting on after the blip. And then in the last season or so, you know things people coming back and how that affects things you know because again remember like people came back the same age they were before (laughs) yeah this was man that's just a dumb premise (laughs) i think it's i I think it's a great premise i think it's so interesting and and bold i I guess i should say it's not a dumb premise but it's a premise that needs a lot more fleshing out Oh, yeah, you like, definitely can't think about it very long y- at all. Because, like, I mean, like, like I mean, our we, discussion we, we just had just now was, like, what, you know, all these people would disappear that had responsibilities that were doing things. Not to mention, like, half half the people disappeared, sure, but then there were probably ramifications and people probably died from that half disappearing. Absolutely. Like, kids. I mean, the, just the classic example. I say classic example. like. Pilots disappeared out of planes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those planes crashed, probably. You know, people, you got to think about like busy traffic on an interstate and suddenly half the drivers disappear. Yeah. D- fucking interstates would burn from all the wreckages up and down. Like that would have been happening all over the country, you know. Um, the world. A, a world, sorry. Yeah, the world, the universe. <laughs> Uh, there's all kinds of ramifications that are just completely ignored. 
not completely. Like there's a great scene in uh, WandaVision um, right after um, the people reappear in a hospital and it's just pandemonium. Just, just from the people coming back all of a sudden. Like, yeah, and the people, like, and that's that's a lot of, that's a bit of what uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier deals with, is, like, suddenly we, what if, you know, what if the population went down by half, we adjusted to that over five years, and then, blam, everyone's back, you know, dealing with that. Anyway. Uh, so what do you want to talk about? I watched Top Gun. No, not the movie that just came out. I watched Top Gun from 1986. Have, have you seen this movie, Matt? Oh yeah. Okay. I assume it's one of those movies that pretty much everyone of our age. I always figured. I always thought of it as a movie like one of those 80s movies that I well, didn't it see. Probably showed on TNT quite a bit. If I had to get like or TV. See, that's the or... thing is, I I don't I don't recall in my right. world it being on TV. I don't remember Maybe seeing parts of it on TV. USA. Well, there's only like. I don't even. Is there nudity in it with him and her? I don't I think do they not, actually have. I do not believe you see any titty. Maybe, maybe Which... like, maybe like a, a a glance of a second of a nipple. I don't, but I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think you see them get it on or anything. There is a sex scene, but it's a very PG sex yeah. scene, as I recall. Yeah, but uh, I had not ever seen this movie. <clears throat> Um, I'm hearing like ridiculously good things about the new movie. Um, And Jennifer, like for her family, Top Gun was one of those movies that they watched growing up. Yeah. Um, Her dad was a a fighter pilot. So he fucking loved that movie. Um, So I was like, let's watch this movie. You know, we'll go see the new movie. She was like, we definitely got to see the new movie. I was like, I'm into that. I'm hearing good things. So let's, let's watch fucking Top Gun. But it's really weird watching an old movie that is you know this like kind of cultural touchstone because it's not it's not high art we're not talking about like going back and watching the godfather the godfather fucking holds up you know movies like that jaws to some extent although it would be interesting to watch jaws for the first time you know if i had never if i had not grown up on that one uh, but yeah, so Top Gun. I mean, the, my main takeaway from that movie is how fucking sweaty everyone is. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you have seen it or watched scenes recently, but particularly in you know high definition, it's like, do they just not have air conditioning at fighter, well, fighter schools? I mean, it is <laughs> like stop southern, right? Isn't it southern? Uh, like Florida or somewhere, or like I'll be honest, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, there's there is a beach volleyball scene. I don't actually remember because he starts in one place and then he goes to the Top Gun Academy, and I don't doubt that they. Uh, actually, I, I want to say it's in like one of the Carolinas, like South Carolina, North Carolina, or something like that. But where where they start, everyone's super sweaty, and then also at Top Gun, everyone's super sweaty, just like like drenched in sweat, just like yeah. beads of it. Um. And I would mix that takeaway with the with the other takeaway, which coincides, which is how homoerotic the movie is. <laughs> like, there's. I just, mean, I like, see. I, I'm curious if it's if it comes off that way because you're 
with modern eyes? Because because you're looking at looking for something, you know. I mean, like I'm not looking a, for anything. It's it's a, I'm just saying it's a bro movie, you know. I mean, it's just a. I mean, I mean so it's always going to be if it's just bros doing bro stuff together and like bro things, then it's going to probably come off that way because it's bros. No, I mean, there, there are a lot of like glances between Val Kimmer and Tom, Tom Cruise, which are, I mean, there is something to the fact that like a a, a certain type of machismo arch rivalry, there is a kind of like tension there where they're being kind of coy with each other, which can look, uh, homoerotic and i'm not i'm not saying that like oh the these characters are actually gay you know like the i'm I'm not i'm not i'm not some youtube person being that's going to break down all the reasons i think that tom cruise and val kilmer's characters are are fucking on the side in that movie i don't think that's the case there's just there's a lot there's just a lot of scenes that uh I don't know. Like I, I'm sure, I'm sure many, uh, many a men in the '80s and '90s, dis, you know, many a teen discovered their sexuality watching that movie. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and especially and, with them playing volleyball. Yeah, exactly. Like Jennifer, as she said, she was like, "There's not a woman her age that doesn't know about the volleyball scene in Top Gun." Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was it's a fine movie. It's it's I, I I didn't like get a lot out of the movie. It's a fairly straightforward story. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I was you, go ahead. I mean, that's why I made the comments like I don't know why they made a sequel. I mean, like yeah, I mean, it's a it's very not... one-off movie, and it didn't. It's you know, it's not like it spawned a bunch of you know other fighter jet movies i mean i'm sure there are some others i I guess there's what that movie iron eagle or iron eagles uh but uh yeah especially this this much time later like if they did a top gun 2 in 1989 or 91 we wouldn't think twice about it right but you know if 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 back i i don't know like what's another movie uh from that time period If, if they never made a sequel to rocky and then in 2008, they can made a sequel to Rocky. We'd probably be thinking, did we really need a sequel to Rocky? You know? <laughs> but I, I don't ever, I don't, I don't believe in the idea of why do we need a sequel to this movie? I only care, did they make a good sequel? Like, did someone have a good idea with a good script and did they make a good movie years later? So... It's the same thing for like Mad Max. I didn't see the Mad Max movies growing up. The the only one I saw was uh, I saw I remember seeing bits and pieces of Road Warrior, and then I saw the most of Thunderdome because it was on uh, KLRT Channel Thirteen <laughs> growing <laughs> up. Um, but I didn't care anything about Mad Max, and then I heard really great things about Fury Road, and I went and saw it, and absolutely fucking loved that movie. So. Similarly, I'm like I'm willing to go see Top Gun Maverick if if it's this really good movie. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, 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 the other thing I would say is I, I was surprised at how like I expected Val Kilmer's character to be an asshole, like a classic '80s, you know, like underhanded, you know, sabotaging his plane or something like that. And really, <laughs> he's just like he's kind of the straight laced guy. 
you get the impression that he's really good. Like he's supposedly like the best candidate next to Maverick. And, but it was funny because as I pointed out to Jennifer, and yet the only time we see him, the only scene we have where he's flying, he's trying to get a lock on to another jet. And it's like 30 seconds of him trying to lock onto this jet. <laughs> and every other time in the movie, you're like, you know, you just watch them like get a lock on within, I don't know, five or eight seconds. And it was so like, I don't know, he just seemed really inept. But, you know, they in the movie, they say that he is Mr. Play by the book. And, you know, he's he's. He's clean. He, climbs, he flies clean, but he's you know he's he kind of taunts Maverick a little bit. He tells him what he thinks. Like he thinks that he's a, a loose cannon and he's going to get someone killed. And sure enough, that's effectively what happens. So you never get the impression that he's a, just an asshole. Um, but at the same time, they don't really build out his character at all. Like none of these characters are particularly built out. The other thing I thought that was funny about the movie is the romance, uh, between Maverick and the, um, the, the female instructor who is at the school. Like it's a very classic eighties, you know, Maverick, he's not exactly a smooth talker. He's just, he's just attractive and, you know, he's, he's consistent in his pursuit he follows her into the women's bathroom after she told him no so it's definitely you know of an era as they say uh and she still turns him down you know but eventually she just falls for him and there's not really any good explanation for why he doesn't really do anything different (laughs) i was surprised to see meg ryan in this movie i had absolutely no idea she was in this movie um and they kill the best character. I thought that Goose is like by far the most interesting, like clever, like charismatic character in the movie. Um, and of course, he famously dies. That's because um, you got to have that emotional you touch, gotta have, man. Exactly. You got to give the drive. But uh, yeah. So anyway, watch Top Gun. Um, let's see what else. Watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers. This is the sequel reboot new story like let's like we're let's build a fictional uh roger rabbit style universe where in this world cartoons live exist and grow up not just cartoons but uh animated creations of all types there is a police officer in the in the movie that is a claymation like Gumby style claymation character. Hmm. Um, uh, one of the chipmunks stays cartoon. Although, side note, all of the cartoon like classic quote unquote classic animation, it's all CG, and you can tell it is. It's not egregious. You note it. I was like a little sad initially that they wouldn't actually do hand drawn. But animation, but obviously that is effectively dead at this point. Um, but then, like one of the other chipmunks, and I, I, I literally cannot keep Chip and Dale uh, separate. I think I think it's Dale. He gets the quote CG makeover in this universe, so that's actually really funny and clever. There, he's running around as like a CG character, as you might see in a well, for example, the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. Um. Well, the other one is still a cartoon running around. Uh, explain that? I mean, yeah, actually, it, it ends up being like a key part of the movie. Um, but it's explained in a like, 
you know, there's a there are plastic surgeon type things uh, for like cartoon get a characters. Facelift. Yeah, like it's still like the world. Like I said, it's the real world. Like everything except for the the cartoon characters is just like real world. Oh, there's like a Muppet character, <laughs> but he's you know he's a real character. He's not like a hand in a Muppet. Um, and uh, in this world. Chip and Dale and and the other characters on the show were actors who who were in Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers the show for a while and then you know that show like there's a there's a subplot like early thing where like Chip wanted to go off and 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 be on his own show and so they all broke up and that's why the Rescue Rangers show ended and then you know none of them went on to do anything else um Dale went on to be, uh, I believe he's an accountant, uh, you know, so he like took the like safe, basic, solid job and, and, and Chip uh, has, uh, you know, he's been going, he's been doing, he's run, running from job to job, mostly like showing up at fan conventions. <laughs> um, so all in all, like it's, it's, I, I highly recommend that you watch it, Matt. I think it would be up your alley. It is effectively made by the lonely, lonely island people. It's directed <laughs> by, I can't think of his name, uh, Akiva. Uh, <laughs> he directed the boo. Exactly. My name is Akiva and I direct the boo. Yeah. It's just really wild looking that up. Like he's, he's been directing, he's, he's been raised up with Andy Samberg and, you know, some of the other Lonely Island guys. Andy Samberg plays one of the the chipmunks and John right. Mulaney plays one of the others. It's uh, surprisingly dark. Like, I, I don't know that I can recommend it to you to watch <laughs> with, like, your seven-year-old. There is There are some uh, nightmarish things that he's happen. Gonna, he's going to be disappointed. He really wanted to watch it. <laughs> don't watch it with Spanky. He might get scared. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just, it was just a really good time. It was funny. It was clever. And it does the thing. So, like, I haven't seen the new Space Jam, but I heard that it was a soulless cash-in. Uh, yeah. And this is sort of, this, this is, this to me, this is like the Lego movie. They managed to not only make it clever and witty and fun and engaging, but also, like, it tells a pretty good morality story, you know, and it, and it, it feels contemporary and like there's, it has some good commentary. Um, it's just highly, highly recommend thoroughly okay. good time, particularly if you, you know, grew up during like we did, you know, watching cartoons in the eighties and early nineties. And if you watched rescue Rangers, which, you know, I certainly did. Um, rescue ranger the only weird thing about it is i talk about how you know they treat these characters like they're cartoons that got into you know that that were in a show um rescue ranger they don't reference at all the fact that chip and dale were characters you know and have been for decades um you know they were they originally were you know two two chipmunks that they talk like you know they talk like someone like uh, someone's voice sped up super fast. Yeah. Uh, and they got into hijinks in old Disney cartoons from, you know, like the fifties and sixties. Uh, they don't address that at all. <laughs> um, and in fact, if I remember correctly, that's how they talked effectively on the show. 
that high pitched, but on this, it's it's portrayed that that's just how they talked on the show, you know. So now they so that they can have their like regular, you know, Andy Samberg, John Milani voices, but it works. Uh, the, again, lot highly recommend. It's only on Disney Plus, but uh, I recommend that. I uh, I'm oh boy, I feel like you watched Outer Range. Is that correct, Matt? Yeah. Did you finish it? Yes. Okay. What did you think? I I enjoyed it. I recommend it. Well, I disliked that show. Really? Oh, you just like the character decisions or? Uh, just about everything about the show, to be honest. Huh. I feel like it is the, we're going to get it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk loosely about it, but it is a. I mean, uh, I'll give you 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I don't, I don't want to. Set a 10 minute timer. All right. Well, we we'll, we'll dig into it, but for the for now, I'll say that like the show is a it's a mystery mis like mystery thing happens in the quote unquote real world. It is, it is a I would I would say it's a lost type show or um I don't know I can't think of another good example. Josh Brolin owns a ranch, thousands of acres in Wyoming, and he finds a hole. On his property. This hole is like 50 feet across. It seems to have no bottom. And there is a weird dustiness in the hole. Uh, And the show kind of goes from there. So the premise, you think, is going to be fairly straightforward. I was looking for a show where Josh Brolin finds a hole. And we just kind of explore and things happen around that hole and there's certainly a lot of that my issue with the show is pretty much everything else uh there is an accidental murder which takes up a large part of the show that i feel is just purely to drive the plot and i didn't care about at all like they don't spend near enough time dealing with the weird stuff happening in the world um i don't think that any of the characters or actors are interesting enough for pretty much any of the scenes involving them, except for Josh Brolin. Um, I think that the writing is really <laughs> mediocre. I think that people do things for mysterious reasons. I hated the autumn character top to bottom. Yeah. She is my Kate from lost for you. <laughs> <laughs> she does things surprise like at surprise they they imply that she is going to that she knows a lot more than she's letting on right uh, well, that's the problem i mean i guess that's i don't know it, i think it all comes together at the last episode oh not for me not well enough um particularly because it's not the last episode matt this is season one <laughs> Okay, I should say the last episode of season one. Then, yeah. I well, think, as someone, I, I'm saying, I think the autumn character really starts. You get to where, like, oh, something like there's a gap between the autumn character and what has happened. Where you know, from where she was as a kid to where she is as an adult. Well, that's the thing, Matt. Do they do they make it clear? Because they 
another problem with me with the show is there's no surprise to the reveals. I like as soon as they introduce that there's something to do with time travel and oh, the yeah. whole by episode three, well, I'm like, oh, that's his, that's his fucking granddaughter. Well, I thought I thought the little girl had the necklace on <laughs> early on. Oh, does she? I if, I thought I saw it at one point. I think that would be a little and, obvious, and, and I would like to no, think that the other characters would be like, hey. <laughs> I thought that was the reason why she gets caught in her room is because she was looking for that necklace in her original room when she was a kid. Mm, but Maybe. But yeah. But at the same time, Matt, I don't think the show actually says... Like, I don't think they do anything to make to be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely her. They actually yeah. leave it open, which is a little more frustrating because it's like just fucking like we all know it's her. Acknowledge that shit. Yeah, I mean, it. So I, I think something I mean, I don't know. It's very I, I would like to see the story told between when her mom gets her at the end of the app, end of the series mm-hmm. and when she becomes an adult to find out what has happened to make her the way she is. Seriously. Cause so, she's horrible and annoying and she, and well, I mean, towards the end, it's clear that she has a, a, a psychological issue that she needs to take pills for. And she yeah. runs out of those pills and it kind of sends her over the edge, which I mean, that that's a little more understandable, at the same time, it's kind of icky to be like, oh, you know, this, we're going to take this character who is this chaotic entity uh, and and be like, well, it's because she has psychological issues. Is it, like, it's a little shitty in this day and age to be like, mental health issues makes her bad. Um, but, yeah, and then and the fucking, the nearby ranch, like, I hate the nearby people. And not because they're <laughs> the bad guys, quote unquote. Like I hate spending time with them. The father character, all almost every time he was saying anything, I was like, I was totally tuning out. Yeah, it was. I mean, I'll give you that. It's very frustrating how vague everybody wants to be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's my problem with a lot of shows, though, is like people just don't fucking talk. Like, yeah, so many shows. Yes, could be could, so many fucking shows are just like like that's why I gave up on Cobra Kai. It was just like mm. if people just sat down and talked. Yep. You wouldn't have problems. And we wouldn't older, have yep. this whole season of drama. Yep. And like, the older I, mean, I get, the less patience I have for that. And this show is the king <laughs> show of we're just not going to talk about yeah, things. Yeah, because like, everybody wanted to bottle up everything. Uh-huh. Every single character wants to bottle. Like, yeah. I mean, the fact that the dad is like carrying around the story, which I, I mean, that's intriguing that he come from like yeah, 1800s. Yeah. But that's um, the other thing is like, and again, obviously the show is going to have multiple seasons. They're going to, they're going to tease out the way things work, but there are so many questions and confusing things. Like a- apparently when you d- fall into the hole, you time travel to where, who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sometimes you go into the future. Sometimes you go into the past. Sometimes you don't go anywhere or <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, who I don't know. Like, who knows what fucking happens? Yeah. Like, and, 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 and one son ends up. And sometimes the hole just disappears. <laughs> There's a lot. It, it does a lot of another thing that annoys me with shows, which is like 
where a person, one of the characters is seeing things and you don't know if they're just seeing something, if they're dreaming that they saw it, if, or is the thing actually happening? Yeah. There's a Buffalo with <laughs> arrows, spe- spe- arrows or spe- yeah, arrows in it's it. Arrows. It keeps showing up. Sometimes you, you're, you're like, I think that Buffalo was actually there. In fact, I think a character like swerves to not hit it at one point. Right. And then other times it's like, okay, I don't think this Buffalo is actually here because it like pushes its head into a room where they're playing poker and they just kind of move on. I don't know. It's just, it was a very, it's a very frustrating show. Again, if they had written the characters more interesting, if they had made them more likable and charismatic, I suppose, if they had interesting things going on, but there's just, I cannot recommend this show. The cinematography is gorgeous. And again, like Josh Brolin is incredible. This is actually a good show for someone like me who doesn't usually notice like good acting versus bad acting, unless it's really egregious. This is like, the show is practically worth watching because Josh Brolin is just so good. I could watch him be the leader of a ranch. (laughs) I mean, he's, it's very country for old men, Josh Brolin, right? Kinda, kinda. Yeah. I mean, what's crazy is Josh Brolin is not near as old as I thought he was because he looks like he's like, I don't even know. I'm going to look up how old he is. Uh, he's, he probably, looks, he's probably 60, right? He's 54. Okay. And he looks like he's at least 10 years older in this show. But he's kind of got that haggard look to him. <laughs> it's just crazy to think like we know him as Goonie's brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust, yeah. When he showed up in No Country for Old Men, I was like, I remember being like who is that guy he looks familiar and then i looked him up and was like oh my fucking god (laughs) but that what's crazy about that is no country for old men came out 15 years ago so he was only like 40 in that movie hard 40 yeah yeah. well and i'm sure he was well into his 20s in uh well well justin i cannot stress enough the next thing i want you to watch is severance severance that is on my list like i would i I think you should bump that to the top because i really want to have a discussion about it. okay okay it's so good it's such a philosophical yeah severance that is the apple show or is that hbo yeah it's apple apple Apple. okay yeah i just signed up for that three months yeah oh my god i'm not going to spend time on the podcast (laughs) complaining about (laughs) what you tweet about her i don't i don't understand it was a process it was a, it was i just they they're so could you not just download the apple tv app and sign up no. through that uh apple tv app is that like you mean on my phone i mean on like the roku channel or something or the xbox i don't actually i don't think so uh, okay so we're done talking with that though well, yeah we're done talking <laughs> about this which is fine because we were done talking about outer range anyway um uh no like they want you to I don't know. I don't know if I would have been able to do that. I All I know is I was like, I should have been able to just log in on Apple's website on my computer. And sign they up. were like, oh, you can't you can't sign into this because you haven't added your payment method. Oh, how do I add my payment method? Well, the easiest way to do it is to do it within iTunes or on your iPhone. And I was like, I don't want to fucking download iTunes. It took forever when I used to have iTunes because I had an iPhone to like get rid of all the fucking i uh apple's programs that want to run every time you load the computer and i was anyway it was just a whole apple 
can go fuck themselves is what I'm saying. They don't give two shits about making things easy. They want you in your in their walled system. And if you're not, you're a second class citizen and they can give two shits about you. But whatever. I got it signed up. <laughs> I haven't watched anything on it yet. But yeah, three months for a dollar a month. Pretty good deal. Um, so I will I will I will try to move severance. Oh, it's to the so top good. Of that list. It's I, so I wanna good. yeah, I've heard nothing but good stuff about it. Um oh. The other thing I've been watching is Reacher. Uh, yeah. Which Did is you watch like, the movies? I watch you. You and I. You were like, you need to watch this movie, Reacher. We should watch Reacher when you were here sometime. And I was like, okay, let's watch Reacher. And I don't really remember hardly anything about it. Um, I like the show much better than I like the movie. Actually, um, yeah. the the show is not great. Um, it's you know there's there's no particularly good acting or writing or anything you kind of know where everything's going to go but it's just really satisfying popcorn television cuz this dude reacher he don't take shit from nobody is yeah. he's not going to be nice if they're like you know if he's in a situation where someone of authority wants him to do something that he doesn't want to do even if it would probably be easier if he just acquiesced he's like nah <laughs> he just and he'll just straight and he's like he's not rude about it he's not coy or anything he, he's just like no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> and it's just this big mountain of a man who is proficient clearly clearly proficient in combat he's got like a sherlock holmes level of being able to do to deduce um things about people and it's just been entertaining watching him deal with folks and like slowly solve it's it's great second screen television is what i would say um, i really like the actor yeah he's kind of perfect for this role um he's he played the uh best actor in the world but he played aquaman in smallville okay yeah oh really like back in the day smallville yeah he played wow Aqu- the aquaman character and then he played on uh hawk and dove he played hawk yeah, I I looked him up and I saw that he'd been on some DC CW stuff. So that's uh, two DC characters he's played. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he is meant to play a big burly superhero. That guy is just a mountain of a man. He looks like a football player for sure, like a like yeah. a big running back or something, or a safety, <laughs> free safety. Um, so that I've just been kind of eating through that one. Uh, and then, uh, as far as games, there's not much to talk about there. I've, I've kind of, I don't know. I've, I've, I've not quite found my urge to dive into any new games. Um, I tried the guardians of the galaxy game and gave it a good three or four hours, but it's just not for me. I just don't really like the guardians of the galaxy's characters. The, the, the ones in this game are, they're not directly based on the movie characters. They don't look right. like them. They don't have the same right. actors. You can tell that they're. Yeah, it's just I just yeah I I can't make that disconnect. I mean yeah that's why I, that's why I didn't like the event like I was like Ugh, Avengers game without the voice actors no thank you. It's like yeah I can't which is a bummer that. because you know these we like these characters these Marvel characters um and and I want them to be able to make uh make video games and things based off the Marvel characters and not have them have to be based on the show. Like there is a, you know, there and the, and the, the Spider-Man game, 
that came out for uh, PlayStation Four. That does it really well. They've they've got their own little universe there. They uh, this, those those same people announced a Wolverine game, which is not going to be based on any of the movie stuff. Um, and I'm looking forward to that for sure. Uh, so I gave it a shot. There's nothing wrong with the game. It's a perfectly fine, more or less on rails, triple A big budget game, and that's a lot of what turned me off. It's it's simplified. It, like I said, on rails. It's it's one of those like kind of uncharted type games where it's like okay, move through this area. You're gonna have to you know like oh I can jump up there in this really obvious place. I'm gonna have to shimmy along some edges. Isn't that all? All I mean. So I mean. So yeah, what? That is, so what separates that from God of War? God of War has much better combat, in my opinion, and a much better story. If we're talking about the the modern, well, I'm just God saying the, on the rails thing. You're going to have to do this. You're going yeah, to have to do wrong. that. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> look, look, look. You're not wrong. So what I would say is that the game, if a game is going to do that, that's fine because I've played through some Uncharted games and I like them fine. It's like play through this. I, I weirdly enough, Uncharted is like the best comparison for this game it's actually also not a very good comparison because the way the combat works is you have all the guardians are with you and you control one of the characters uh while the other characters are running around doing things ai independently and you can like use cooldowns to have them do specific things actually i think i say that you don't control one of the characters you can only control uh star lord but you can like tell the other characters to use a cooldown when it's up or whatever. Whereas Uncharted, like you're just you're just Nathan Drake and you're running around, you're taking cover and shooting people. This is more like arena stuff. But as far as like jumping around between zones, you know, oh now we're off to this planet. Um, it's very similar. You know, we've got to like shimmy up. It's just it's a lot of just frankly like brain dead. I don't know, like. Yeah, there's I mean, there's not a lot of room for creativity or figuring things out on your own, um, and none of the characters like my party with my problem with the guardians characters are the is that they're the exact kind of characters I don't like, which is to say that they are both dumb and <laughs> assholes to each other. Each other, yeah. So they're just if, if they would only talk to each other, <laughs> they would. Yeah, exactly. So. Like, I just don't care for yeah. those kinds of abrasive characters. Um, so the, the story, the writing, none of that drew me in. Um, I would com- say that's the a- combat. Like, it, it, it just it just none. None. Like, if any one of those things might have popped, I probably would have kept on with it. But it just was not doing it for me. So I would say that that's one of the things that bothered me between Guardian Galaxy 1 and, and 2 was the fact that by the end of one, you thought these people have grown together. <laughs> and then in two, they just like unravel within the first like 30 minutes. Right. Of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You're and right. It's like, and it's like, wh- and that is wh- a big part of this game, which is that, which is that they are, they're, they're butting heads a lot. They yeah, don't really like each other. And so there is a system in there where like you can do things and make decisions that will make the characters either, happier in the group or less happy in the group and supposedly from what i've heard one of the things that got me wanting to play the game is that like you really see their relationships grow 
and they kind of come to you know come together towards the end and like okay that's fine but i just could not chew through <laughs> what i had to chew through to get there none of, none of the game was yeah. engaging to me the story so whatever it's it's free it's quote unquote free on game pass so if you want to check it out check it out Lot, lots of other people thought it was one of the best games of last year so you don't have to take my word for it i mean what came out last year yeah, I don't know. It was a pretty light year as far as video <laughs> games are concerned. Yeah. <laughs> to your I point. Mean, COVID and it's looking like it's going to be everything back, right? Exactly. And and that's still having ramifications. Like almost every big release has been pushed out of this year as well, and people are already joking. Well, Elden Ring was very popular and everybody loved it. It's a good chance that's just going to be game of the year because it doesn't look like there's any other games that are going to challenge it. Almost every other big release is getting pushed. Um so, yeah. Um, It'd be like the Oscars where some indie game comes out in December. That's entirely possible. Everybody's all in love with it, and that gets game of the year. Because it's, it, it's the freshest thing on people's mind. It, it has happened before, and that's the beauty of, of gaming, is that something like that can happen. Like, everybody fell in love with Outer Wilds, I think, in 2017 or 2018. And that was a game that I don't think was on anybody's radar until it came out. Uh, I wanted to, I, I tweeted about this, but this, I wanted to quickly go through this story I saw because it happened in St. Louis and I was posted oh, to the, uh, a, the St. Louis subreddit robbery thing. This is the most incredible, like it's almost, it's almost too, it's almost hard to believe that this is a thing that happened, but there are so Ripley's many believe it. There's so not. many aspects to it that are just incredible to me and horrible and hilarious and just kind of a perfect snapshot of the state of America. So the name of the article is individual open carrying AR 15 gets robbed at gunpoint. <laughs> the, uh, uh, on May 27th, so the individual went inside the Wellstone food market, opened carrying the semi-automatic rifle, but did not use it in a threatening manner and left the store. So stop right there. This happened, you know, days after the the horrible tragedy in Uvalde, Texas, which was days after a bunch uh, of uh, older Asian folks getting shot and killed in a church, which was days after uh, this racist POS going to a, a, a uh, predominantly black neighborhood supermarket in Buffalo, New York and gunning down a bunch of people. And this fucking asshole is like, I'm going to walk into a supermarket with my fucking AR 15. Like, so straight up, fuck this guy. But of course that's legal in Missouri. You don't even need a permit. So he walks into the supermarket I don't know if he just walked around like, hey, I've got a gun. It doesn't say. It doesn't matter. Maybe he bought something. Who knows? He goes in. Outside of the store, shortly before 3 p.m., an adult male confronted the individual, brandished a weapon, and demanded the AR-15. The individual handed over the assault-style rifle. (laughs) So, presumably, the reason he's walking around with this fucking AR-15 is so no one will fuck with him so no one will threaten him or try to steal from him 
<laughs> he's carrying a rifle for protection, but he gets held up <laughs> at gunpoint. <laughs> Got a fucking rifle. He gets held up at gunpoint and has it stolen from him. Why does he get held up at gunpoint, Matt? Because he's walking around with a gun that I, I don't actually know how much AR-15s cost. I don't know how cheap it is to acquire one. I guarantee it costs at least hundreds of dollars. I feel like it's probably a $1,000 gun. So if he didn't have the AR-15, he would not have been robbed. He's carrying a, a, a weapon that is by far the most expensive thing on him. Thus, he is robbed. And that right there is fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> so, the guy takes the uh, the gun, the robber. The guy who had his gun taken goes back to his vehicle and retrieves another gun. I would imagine it's like a, a pistol that he didn't, didn't have on him. <laughs> I, imagine, I, I imagine it's like the uh, Russian doll. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, so yeah. he just he, he takes one gun and he's got another gun inside yeah. the gun. <laughs> but no, like he could have, you know, like because he's open carrying, he could have concealed carried the other pistol. That's what I would have done, you know, if I was such a piece of shit that I was like going to walk around with the rifle. I would have a concealed gun as well in case someone takes the rifle off of me. Uh. But he went back to his gun, back to his gun, back to his truck, car, I, I assume truck, sorry. For all I know, it's a car. <laughs> to get another gun, to get his other gun, a shootout ensued. So I'm going to stop there again. So the guy who took the rifle did not immediately leave the premises. Well, he had an AR-15. Why would he leave? Exactly. <laughs> He's good to go. He's secured now. He can walk around in that, gro- he wanted to go in that grocery store, so. But a shootout ensued. Two innocent bystanders were struck during the shootout, and the adult male who had initiated the robbery was struck several times by gunfire. So, dumbassery around, and of course, two random people who, I, I don't know, like were just going to get groceries, the and they have to get shot because this dumb asshole had to take his fucking AR-15 to the supermarket. Ultimately, it's his fault, right? According to police reports, the robbery victim left the scene and then another male returned moments later and shot the individual who had initially taken the rifle. So the guy who had his gun taken, he gets the fuck out of Dodge. The other guy got shot up and then some random third dude shows up and shoots that guy some more. When police arrived on the scene, they found an adult male with several gunshot wounds lying in front of the store in critical condition. So, several gunshot wounds, he didn't die. Um, even he after... Didn't die? I thought he died. So far, there's no information about that. Huh. I, I, I do not see an update to I this thought, article. Uh, I thought I thought it was like, uh, say I got killed or something. I thought it was in the headline or something that you tweeted. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nope, just, just that he got robbed. But he got shot apparently several times by the guy who went and got his gun. Yeah. Uh, and the, then the, got robber, sh- the robber got shot. The yeah. robber got shot, right? And then got shot more by some other person. Yeah, I don't get. To, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, about. right. Was it like the, the maybe the, the robber? Maybe he held friend? up a guy with a knife originally, <laughs> got a gun, 
He was like basically upgrading. Yeah, this is like that. This is like that kid on the internet that uh, upgraded. <laughs> you remember the? Do you remember the story from like early? Two, yeah, he, he he traded like a paper a, a, a paper clip or something, and and traded it all the way up to a car yeah. by like just up trading for something more valuable along the way. <laughs> Homeboy, he started with a knife. <laughs> he got a gun. <laughs> he got a bigger gun. He was really making his way. Yeah, he was what, just, he was holding out for that tank, a bazooka. Yeah. He, he thought he was going to be the rob the next on, person. Yeah, he's planning on holding up a, a an armory nearby. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I uh, hate this. Justin, I can't wait till the meteor hits. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to make the comparison, mm-hmm. but I'm. I'm going to say. When you make this, when you make the statement like he got robbed because he had the AR-15, are you? Is that is that also like saying like this happened because of the way she dressed? Is that almost kind of the same argument? I mean, <laughs> am I, I don't want, am I victim? Are you victim blaming? I mean, hey, look, it's legal in Missouri. Should. should I mean, I mean, be robbed. I, I don't like, I don't Should like, just, be robbed? No. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that yes, he was carrying it around. Right. But on, on the other hand, I imagine tensions are now escalated to an all time high and oh. people do want to carry stuff now because of that stuff that's happened. So you're thinking this guy weeks. is like, I'm going to. So I'm gonna patrol yeah, the city. I don't, I, or, you know, I, vigilantism let... is is just. But the thing is, the problem with open carry is that you put a target on your back. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you're much better off with a concealed gun. Not only is it going right. to make everyone around you feel a lot better than walking into a fucking supermarket with an AR-15. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't, I definitely wouldn't feel comfortable seeing anybody with an AR-15. Right. But the only quote good guys with a gun that's like, going to be stopping anything is the guy that has his in his you know hidden under his shirt and you know the shooter doesn't even know that and he can get the yeah. drop on the shooter and you know like if you're if you're it's it's the same it's the same reason why it's ridiculous to be like we need more cops in schools like yeah okay who's gonna get shot first <laughs> you know yeah. i mean it's and just also, you know, what are they going to do anyway, as we've seen in Uvald, but Oh, God, man. That, I mean, could you imagine? I can't. Yeah. I cannot imagine being a parent and wanting to get in there and the cops just like standing around. Yeah, not outside. only not only standing around, but like actively stopping people and tasing yeah. and handcuffing people that wanted to go in to I, get their fucking oh, children out. Oh, I would, I would, I if I was, I mean, Justin, if I was on a jury and somebody killed a cop that was stopping them from getting to their kid, that was, I mean, I, I it'd be hard for me to find them guilty. Right. I mean. Right. I mean you. You Particularly, are actively I mean, yeah. stopping me. I, it's up to me if I risk my life. Like right. I'm fine with. Like these parents were being more cop than cop. 
And it's easy for like anybody listen if you're listening and thinking like, oh, I don't know, you know, the police have to handle the situation. And and like whatever. I get it. But the point is here's the thing. We know in hindsight that the guy went into one classroom and barricaded up and did all the horrible shit in that one classroom. But everyone outside did not know that. They could hear gunfire. For yeah. all they knew. He was going from classroom to classroom and, 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 and seconds and minutes mattered. I just, I don't know what the fucking, I don't know what the fucking point of, of the police are if they can't, like, if their job is not to go into the line of fire. And that's the sad part, Matt. You can look it up. The Supreme Court ruled at some point in the last 20 years, I believe, that a a police officer does not have an obligation to put himself in the line of duty to put to, to, to basically to protect anybody (laughs) it's and, and so the police, you know, we know that they're fucking terrible at detective work. Like if you, you can look, you can look around online. Yeah. Like if shit gets stolen, they're just like, well, follow your police report so you can get your insurance claim. You know? (laughs) Yeah. So if they're, if they're not going to be solving crimes and if they're not going to be, you know, world security or, you know, country security, which is basically what they're supposed to be. If they're not going to run into a fucking school while a madman is firing guns, what the fuck good are they? Pull us over when we're speeding. Good job. So I'm fucking sick of this shit. It's really, it's really disheartening. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's so weird to think like, and I, I was trying, I think I made a tweet or something. I was just trying to think like, like when, where was like the peak, you know, like where, where did we start as a society start to go downward uh, in regards to just like looking out for your fellow man or, you know, being responsible or just like, you know, I mean, just this, this it's about when, perspective. Like it's easy. It's easy to ask that, but if you think about it, like realistically, all in all, society has our Western society, I should say. Like, yeah, there's undoubtedly a billion problems, but in a lot of ways, we have over the last, you know, over civilization, we have only gotten better. Yeah, I guess I mean from. And there's always been I don't know from a capital, capitalistic standpoint it just does not seem that way though. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean it seems like I mean and you can look at it just economically probably and that up until like what was it, like the early 80s or something is where it started to branch out drastically between you know a uh, uh white collar, you know, paid versus like execs. Right. I think that, I think that was where the version of like, where you have like people getting paid somewhere around the same level. And then just capitalism, just like diverged and like split horribly into like millions of dollars and stuff. And almost kind of like how the CEO, instead of making like 20 times the the average worker, now they, they just started skyrocketing into making thousands of times. Like like it doesn't get, put back into the companies or anything yeah. it gets like cheaper it's, labor it's, i guess it gets, and it gets put into the shareholders which is uh, which are a bunch of other series of rich people 
right? Yeah. Generally speaking. So it's just I don't know. I it's just it's just weird to me like how I don't know, I look at I look at that and think like I was I was telling a coworker and I meant to tweet this out was I would love to see an economic for somebody studying economics, maybe to write a paper or do their thesis or whatever on how much money society portrayed having back in sixties and seventies on television and how much, how much they would have to make now in real life to do that. Mm. Like think about the Brady bunch. Yeah. Like I think only he worked (laughs) right and yet they had like a two story house, had six kids, a fucking nanny a that lived in live in nanny. Yeah. Um and like all on his salary of like him working at a like advertising firm or some shit. Like <laughs> Yeah. And then you think like uh Leave It to Beaver, My Three Sons, all these I mean, to think only a one income house, Justin. Like it would, you know how much money you would have to make nowadays for you oh to own God. a house, raise a family and a, and have a, a, have a wife and a kid and off of one income. Yeah. Like, and have like two cars or some shit. And like, and pay it for would a just nanny. Be, yeah, it would just be uh, ridiculous. And that's, that's where you get the whole, the memes about millennials tweeting. Like, how do, how do I buy a, how, how do you buy a house? Like, this yeah. is like, I mean, I saw somebody say it and I was going to be like, it was easy for me to buy a house, but I have to remember I'm in probably like top three cheapest fucking places to live. Yeah. Yes, you are. (laughs) And so like, I have to always remind myself that what, what I, what I was able to accomplish isn't ever, isn't like that around the United States. It is much worse, especially in California, New York, you know, all these other Connecticut, I think, and, you know, all these other places that are just have high real estate costs um, that are just astronomical. I mean, I didn't think Bremerton was too bad, but now it's definitely going to get bad. As far as pricing? Pricing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's, and it's I bad thought, everywhere, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy to think of how economics are scaling compared to, you know, our parents, our grandparents, like, it's just fucking weird. Like, I just think it's like the multiplier is just like constantly raising every 10 years. It seems like for, for how, uh, like, uh, when, when our parents were our age, it was probably, you know, one X to their grandparents. And now all of a sudden it's like four X to our parents of like <laughs> trying to do stuff. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy to think. And then I just think like it's a dog eat dog world even more so now. Like people yeah. just, I don't know. And then on top of that, you know, you have all this other shit, mental health and just, I don't know. It's just all the stuff that's going on in the world. But yeah, on top of that, you have to worry about going to the store and someone just opening fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. 
And then people, I don't know, man. I don't know. You got anything else to talk about? I do not. Uh, are you guys going to watch Stranger Things? I don't know. Um, I might make that a... I, I only yeah, watched can... through season two originally, which was oh, okay. 10 years ago at this point. <laughs> How old are these kids? <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. They are old now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably... Is this the last season? Have they announced that, or they even said? Yeah, this is the last okay, season. Okay, but it's split into two parts. The last yeah, part comes out in July. That's right. You were tweeting about that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everybody's doing that now. Like, uh, yeah. this is the last season of Better Call Saul, and apparently they are doing like five episodes now and five episodes later this summer or something. That's how they get you for two months, at least, Justin. That's how they get you. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably catch up on that. I heard better things about season three. I don't hardly remember season two, except I didn't think it was particularly good. Um, well, I'm sure you saw like I think Jennifer tweeted about the Kate Bush, like somebody. Uh, there's a song in, in there, and I I put down in my notes like it it is a powerful thing when you take a when you take music and then mix it with a scene, yes, you know, yes, like it is, it is. It's one of my favorite it, things. It, and I was like, it's even more, I put down, it's even more powerful with a montage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like you and take, I, I, I think it's the difference. I genuinely believe Matt, that, that a good soundtrack and a good use of music is the difference between a, an okay movie and a great movie. Yeah. Or, or well, I, I would say like it, it, like it's it's a boost. Like if a movie was pretty good, you would say it's great. And if the movie was, if it's got like good soundtrack, if and and if yeah. it was and if it doesn't, then it's just pretty good or even worse. Like I really think it moves the needle. It's it's what it's. I mean, I think that soundtracks for movies have really fallen off a cliff. Um, I feel like that was another thing watching Top Gun. Like the soundtrack in that movie is great. And I think the soundtrack being good is a big part of why that movie did so well and stuck in people's consciences. Not only the, um, you know, danger zone and take my breath away and you never close your eyes, but also just the, you know, the actual soundtrack. Yeah. Anyway, you're making a point about. Uh, yeah, Kate I mean, Bush, like Kate Bush scene is 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 good. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and it's just I, I think of like I think back to like I mean, if you put a song that resonates, you know, that has has meaning and purpose mm. in that song, mm-hmm. and you put it to some scenes, I think that just that just enhances that scene. Like that yeah. just because it. it it draws out even more feeling because you connect yourself to that song. You can like mm-hmm. the, the, the feeling in that song. And you're like, yeah, it's, it's Scott, like Scott Pilgrim does it, does it very, very, very it's, well. It's like how you, um, anytime you, I mean like a war scenes, a Vietnam war scenes always going to be better with CCR. I mean, <laughs> you're not gonna, I mean, you could play something else on that scene, but if you put some CCR on there, I'm like hell yeah, yeah. Let's 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 watch some napalm being dropped. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it's 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 just it's just interesting how you can associate 
a song or something like, like to me, I've always said like Tron legacy, like that movie is just so much better because of Daft Punk and that soundtrack. And like, uh, I, I I've loved oblivion because of, of the soundtrack of that. Mm. And it's just like, if you, it's like, I mean like guardians of the galaxy, like you think of that soundtrack and you're like, Oh man, that soundtrack is yeah, pretty absolutely. good. Yeah. That movie having that, and it's and it's great because that movie, like, it was a part of the story of that movie that he got. It was the only thing he got from Earth was his Walkman and that tape. Yeah, and those those songs are like a part of it. And and it's funny because the Guardians of the Galaxy game, you know, as much as they are like, no, this isn't the characters in the movie. He still has a Walkman. It's it's chock full of classic rock. Oh. Okay. It's got a really great soundtrack. I'll say that That's good. for it. And it's and the and the songs are deployed well. Well, it's like I was telling I was talking with a coworker the other day about um GTA. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. How, great example. About how I mean you can take what was it, GTA three uh-huh. and then as soon as you move to the next one, it's just miles better, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the soundtrack. Because you could drive around, you'd have that radio station playing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just like it was just good. It was just comedy. Is comedy mixed in with a radio? You know, it's. I mean, it was so, so well produced that that the whoever was like suggested that like they, they knocked it out of the park. And yeah. they changed, I really felt like they shifted genre. I mean, like they, they really enhanced what a game should be with that. Um, but yeah, it's just. I mean, like you just. It's 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 you don't. I personally don't. I know you you have a stronger connection with music, but you don't realize how much influence music has on you until like mm-hmm. you're in moments. Mm-hmm. Like and it's just it's just interesting to like reflect on that. Yeah. Um and so I highly recommend watching Stranger Things. Okay. Um, Cause there, did they, so, few... so did they just dump like five of the episodes at the same time? Uh, I think it's eight episodes. Oh, so eight episodes now and, and however many episodes later. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. That's, quite should, a, that's quite a few for streaming. <laughs> it should, it should wrap it up. Uh, from what I, from what I, from what I believe this is, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they said this was the last season. Okay. And this is supposed to wrap up the whole story i guess i'm genuinely surprised that netflix is still and 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 even though they've dropped it into two batches i'm surprised that they're still dropping several episodes at a time everyone else has pretty much gone to a once a week i don't know what does apple do do they are they releasing those one at a, one week at a time their shows i think so i feel like they are i feel like everyone is doing that i know ted lasso was weekly okay yeah because that's how you get, you know, we've talked about it. That's how you get people to to talk, like keep the conversation going as the show yeah. is coming out. Succession uh, was it was exactly one of those where I would like was regularly seeing people like every time an episode would drop, they'd be like, oh, my God. You know, you, you get that hit every single time. Obi-Wan, you know, any all of the Disney shows have been week <laughs> to week. And it gets I assume that's what you and Hawkinson were tweeting about. Oh, today? yeah, we did. We did start watching Obi-Wan. So I guess I could talk about the first couple episodes. I haven't watched it, but you can go ahead. Uh, it's it's not near guess, as good as I, I would like it. Darth to be. Vader is in like I guess he made a cameo or something like. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, 
Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I don't yeah. The it's it's the the show is moving too slow for me and oh, okay. it's just they they haven't done anything that's like really like the characters, the writing, none of it is just like particularly grabbing me. And worse than that, because of, you know, it takes place between the end of episode three and the beginning of a new hope, you know, it's when Obi-Wan goes to Tatooine to watch over Luke. Um, but they're just, they're inserting a lot into this. Yeah. That kind of makes you question <laughs> like things like that a, like it like it undermines Why didn't Luke notice this? Exactly. It undermines the trilogy. Uh yeah. and that's just in the first two episodes. So yeah. you know, that's fine if they want to do that and they write like a really good show. I don't think that they're quite up to that level with it. So I don't know. I mean we'll watch yeah, it. I, mean, stick with it, it. I I bitched about, I mean, I tweeted about the whole Andor thing. Cause I was like, what the fuck is the star Wars Andor? Like you make it seem like everybody should know what <laughs> fucking Andor is. Like, I don't know. What yeah. And like, uh, I, I asked, I asked my coworker, I was like, what's this Andor thing? He's like, that's, that's the name of the guy from rogue one. I was like, I don't know, man. What are you talking about? Oh, I, I was I, like, I rogue, one. rogue one. And I still, I still, I didn't remember that. <laughs> and and he's like, yeah, that's, and I was like, you're talking about like the dad in Rogue One that like is killed off at the very beginning or whatever, that guy. And he's like, yeah, it's supposed to be between that and, you know, up to that point or something. I was like, dude, I don't know shit about that. <laughs> I was like, can't they write some new shit? Like I'm tired of like, yes, I agree. Regurgitating, regurgitating, like let's fill in all the fucking gaps between here and yeah, there. And, yes. Like, I was yes. like, just skip ahead some. Like, I agree. That's what, and and I mean, now, now I understand. Thank you for helping me realize because I did not realize that it was basically like more of the story of Rogue One, and that explains why everyone got super fucking hyped for it because it's like for a lot of people that is by far the best of the movies that they've made in the last you know, forty years, thirty years. I don't know how yeah. long has it been since Return of the Jedi at this point. Um. So yeah, and you know, I'll probably fucking watch it because we tend to watch these things. Um, yeah, well, it's just you know, it's but, like yeah, I, I, I just want to skip like, ahead in the future. Like, yeah, that's what was great about the comic books that I, the Star Wars comic books I read was they were like three generations ahead of Skywalker, of Luke Skywalker, and the main character was a Skywalker, and he was dealing with that whole legacy. It was called Star Wars Legacy. It was a comic book. You okay, little man? Oh. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just, man, I'm just, it just seems like they're just milking and milking and milking. Mm-hmm. They are. And it's almost like they're taking the easy way out because they have plot holes they can fill in. So they're like, ooh, we don't have to write that much. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, um I so today I had like I don't know. I don't know what it was, a moment of like just like sadness or something. I don't know. Mm. I was I was going to work and I saw something in the road and I avoided it and there was a turtle crossing the road. And then 
after just like a second or two of me passing it, I then had like this overwhelming of like sadness of like, and regret that I should like have stopped and like help this innocent animal across the road. Like, I don't know what just, it's just like, I was, I don't know if, if I was like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It's just like, I had just like, just like, like this idea of just like this helpless animal, like cross, like, I don't know. Just sometimes like, I just think about the world that we're, that we've done and like just how shitty we've, we've done things and like just, and it just like, I don't know. It just affects me sometimes. Like I just think like, sure. We are these people that have come in and just like paved shit, torn down, you know, trees and shit and just fucked up habitats. And we're just constantly still doing it for progress, you know? And I don't know. It's just sometimes I just, you know, it's just like, man, we're just shitty. Like, and like, I want to stop doing things, but I won't stop. I won't stop doing things because I love the way of life I live, you know? Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, you have this, like, these moments of, like, just, like, questioning everything and, like, what we're doing and is it the right thing? And I swear I could just, if somebody, if somebody come along and ask me, like, to, to join a commune, I'd probably, it'd be hard for me to be, I'd be like, ah, man, you know, that sounds good. You know, just to fucking shed everything, man. Like I've always said, I I haven't always said in the past, like 10 years, I've made the proclamation that the book, I can't remember the book. It was a book is based on a real life story about a guy that just dropped everything and went to live out. I can't remember the name of the movie. Into the Wild? Into the Wild. <laughs> yeah. And I've I've made the same like that, that like there's a part of me that just tugs at me that wants to do that. That wants to just shed all the shit. Get rid of all all these things and just go live somewhere off the grid. Just do things off, you know, it's just Right. It's just cuz it's just like <sighs> what's the end goal? What is our, what are we doing as a society? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's so frustrating to be a part of this cog in this machine, man. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just, well, particularly like you, you know, you were talking about the capitalist systems that we're dealing with and under, like the more you understand the sadder, it makes you as a, as a participator well, in the society. Yeah. Cause think about it, we're gonna be working until we're seventy, Justin, mm-hmm. at least, yeah, probably. And then the people, the people that we meet along the way, they're gonna have to do the same thing. Probably, they're gonna be grinding. I mean, yeah, majority of the world are just cogs. I mean, we're just people that are pushing things around for other people. You know, we're just, and it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Yeah. Yep. It just, it gets depressing. <laughs> it just, like, there, there used to be a part, a point, Justin, where people, they didn't have the same things going on in their lives that we do, I feel like. Like, they didn't have, like, the same, 
gloom hanging over, you know, like, I don't know, it's just something, it just feels like we're in this different era than, than like our parents before us were. And like, like our future isn't as good looking as their future was. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, like it's not near. Like, no, and you're, and you're absolutely right. It's not near as easy to buy a house or support a family or, you know, retirement or pay for medical issues as it used to, used to be. Yeah. I mean, way too fucking expensive, but you know, uh, uh, salaries have hardly gone up unless you're super in demand. Yeah. I mean, like, like my parents worked at one company their entire lives. That they, yeah. that they both started at in their early 20s or, or younger. And I mean, part of it is because my mom like was, was good with money, but like they retired really comfortably. Yeah. But that's because they grew up, they're, bo- they're boomers, you know, they're baby <laughs> boomers. They grew up benefiting, you know, they, they had, they were part of a union because of the place they worked at. And that union probably paid dividends in so many ways. I tell you, man, I'm just surprised. I don't understand why people don't understand unions. (laughs) (laughs) Like the, they, I mean, essentially they should protect you, right? They should protect the worker. Right. Like, it's because it's just a common it, goal. It balances of, the, the it, it, it is a balance of power. power. Exactly. That you would not have otherwise. Yeah. It's, it's saying, hey, if you don't meet these demands, everybody's going to leave. Right. Like all your work, your whole, your, the way you're making money now won't happen. Right. Like your shit will shut down. Like I don't understand how there could be people voting against unionizing. Like, I don't understand, like, if I was an Amazon employee, like, I don't understand what my reason would be to not unionize. Like, I don't understand that rationale. Mm-hmm. Like, what is what is the benefit for me to not be in a union? Well, you don't, have have to, you don't have to pay union dues, man. Oh, fuck that, man. <laughs> As the union is getting you, like, many dollars <laughs> added yeah. to your goddamn paycheck. To your yeah, hourly you, fee. Getting you way better benefits probably mm-hmm. than you would have yep. on your own. Yep. It's just. I... And Lord knows there are issues. Like there, there are issues with corruption that can happen. Any Anytime you get a group of people. And when I say group of people, I'm talking about like the people who run the unions. If they're big enough, you know, you're, there's going to be issues uh, there. But it, yeah, sure, I mean, it, it's the alternative. I don't know. I mean, police unions, Justin. I have, well. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the one bad union, right? That's the that's the <laughs> one. It's like, ah, police union. Okay, we don't like I like to imagine like other unions like we don't talk about that shit. Like, talk, <laughs> yeah. If I can bring that shit up. Look, the exception that proves the rule. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I mean, I just I couldn't imagine being a warehouse worker or something and not being part of like a unified front. Like, yeah. Um, 
Last thing I got, an interesting movie plot that I had would be a character leaps back in time and can correct something that will alter their future forever, but erase them. So like, let's say you pick an incident in your life. You could go back and everything you've ever wanted in life would come true if you altered it. Mm. But, but it makes it happen for that other person. Oh, like you yourself do not benefit. Right. You get a race. I, like I think you've brought this up before. I probably have. It's sort of, it's sort of similar to the, uh, there is a philosophical question. Uh, if we invent teleportation, but it, we don't actually invent teleportation. We it's invent. It's just a copy. Yeah, exactly. Reproduction elsewhere. That's so an hour original, limits episode. Yeah, the original copy has to be destroyed. But what happens if the copy is not just, you know, if the original is not destroyed, you know, you're not, you're not really teleporting. You're actually just making a copy. So you're not like the the original person is dying. (laughs) Yeah. But the, the clone goes on, you know. Yeah, Yeah. I, I, that's, that's a good one. That's a good question. I mean. I don't think I would do that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's always going to be a a philosophical where are you at in your point of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, are you happy? Am I, if, if you're I'm, not if happy. I'm thinking of old age or I'm considering suicide, sure, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sign me up. Did you read Old War? Is it called Old War? I know what you're talking about, right? Old Man's War. Old Man War? I did. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean like that I mean that's kind of the same premise a little bit. Uh Well, they're so the same weird. people though. Like they just get new bodies. I think. Or No, they go to a different dimension. That's why they can't go back. Oh. They go to a totally like their their I think their consciousness is sent to like another dimension or something mm, okay and that's why like they're like they get they get new bodies I see. and they say that they can't go back is because of like some kind of weird like i don't know crossing worlds or some shit i don't, I don't know. know no cross streams because later on in the book they find out like there are like it's almost like duplicate it's a duplicate reality or something because they find parallel people later on in like the book i think like people they people they knew in real life and the other world and the other life I guess I should say um but yeah uh I don't know I thought it was an interesting thing but yeah you got to watch Severance okay I want you to watch it okay cuz I got to talk about I just need to talk about it because it's just so such a good philosophical debate such a good philosophical debate on that on that show. Um, and then what else? There's oh, I watched the After Party. It's a good comedy series. I could recommend that. That's on Apple Plus. Lord, wow. What was I don't it? Know if you know. Uh, uh, 
the after party. Oh. Sorry, there was an alert on the Gen Con hotels. The Hilton Garden Inn, downtown, five blocks away, a standard double-double. Ooh. I don't know what that is. That sounds like two doubles. Well, it's a double slash. It says standard double slash double. Huh. So I don't know what that means. Um, I've been monitoring this. There's been quite a bit of hits, but nothing that's been like, ooh. You know, I mean, like, they're, they're usually just worse than what we have. Slightly oh, further what the away. Hell? So there is, I I loaded up the after party. There is a show called The Space After Space Party, official trailer Netflix 2018. Hmm. And then there's The Space After Party, official trailer Apple TV <laughs> 2021. Weird. <laughs> yeah. But it has, uh, I don't think, is it Aisha Tyler? I don't think it's Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler? Tiffany Haddish? Tiffany Haddish. Aisha Tyler's the other one. The other comedian. Hmm. She's on. uh, I like these people. Hey, it's got the guy from um, that wolf movie we watched. Yeah, I like him. He's really good. Yeah, he's he's been in some stuff. What, What else is he in? He's in a rom-com that I enjoyed. He's going to be in Hocus Pocus 2. Spoilers. Oh, God. <laughs> you you were asking uh, about movies, like, why why uh, why do we need a sequel? <laughs> well, don't they kill him at the end? I, I have no idea. I never saw Hocus Pocus. Spoilers. <laughs> I think your spoilers... <laughs> I think you can shove them. Yeah, no, there's. I, I think we can say spoilers are off for Hocus Pocus. Uh, oh, it's after. Mm, I don't like the spelling of that after party. They made it all one word. <laughs> well, it was to separate them from the Netflix show. I also like Ben Schwartz. I like yeah, I like guy. some Ben Schwartz. He always plays a good character, I think. Yeah, Sam Richardson. Yeah, I, I love this guy. What was the movie? Uh... Oh, yeah, it was in Tomorrow War. Okay, okay. What was, where is, Hooking Up. That's the name of the movie. That's the rom-com. I think it's on like Amazon or Netflix or it's one of Hulu. I don't know. It's somewhere around there. I watched it somewhere around there. It's okay. It's a good rom-com. It's a rom-com. I'm curious. What what were the... What were... What were the reviews for the... Coella movie? Or Cruella movie? What? what was, let's look at that. What's uh, Rotten Tomatoes say? Bad to mediocre, from what I remember. I definitely watched a pitch meeting about it that make it made it look real dumb. Seventy four percent tomato, ninety four percent audience. Mm, wow! I mean, let's be fair. They could take any movie and make it seem dumb. 
I mean, pitch meeting, pitch meeting is pretty good. They could take anything. Oh yeah, no, make it I was I was definitely saying that sarcastically. Like we, we <laughs> oh, watch okay. pitch meetings for movies that we like. <laughs> yeah, it's not um, it's not cinema cinema sins, which is just garbage like that <laughs> that i they just they just look for anything to tear down everything they can oh um but yeah i watched that what else there was one other thing i think i watched on apple tv i'm trying to remember of course i yeah, i guess i gotta add look at it from my app here what is it just called tv on my, yeah it's just called tv on there my phone. Mm. Are you going to watch that prehistoric planet? Yes. Eventually. <laughs> oh, have you watched any of the new kids in Hall? Nope. I'm going to get around to that at some point, too. I don't know, man. Ooh, not so great. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I started watching. Like, I, got, I think I got like three episodes in. I was like, hey, this, is, this is what comedy is now. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's difficult for me too. There's not a lot of pure comedy shows. Like everyone fucking loves I think you should leave. And I mean, I grew up on the state, Kids in the Hall. Yeah. A Bright Citizens Brigade. That's the one guy, right? That one guy? The one it's guy. The one actor. I think you should leave. I mean, there's there is, is a- one guy. There is one main dude that uh, Tim, Tim Robbins. I think his name is. Yeah. Um, and I, I like him. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've, it's difficult. To, like, I, I want to say like, I don't know if I've outgrown skit comedy. Cause it's like, I'm not outgrown it. That implies that, you know, I'm above it now that I've matured out, but it just, it doesn't, it doesn't hit as well for me these days. At least not that, that kind of just like, Oh, it's so weird and random. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just, just hadn't done it for me. Anyway. Man. Yeah, I cannot remember. Can't remember. Schmigadoon's pretty good. I yeah. think I started good. watching that up there, I think. Cause I can't remember. But I'd recommend it if I... if I mean, I think Jennifer would like it. It's a musical stuff, right? She likes musicals. <laughs> I, I brought that up, and she was like, that's all you, buddy. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. She likes Hamilton. She likes musicals, not like jokey musicals. Oh. I think no. that may be an inaccurate representation of why she she'll, I'm sure she'll TV. tell us. She'll tweet at us or something. <laughs> she'll listen to the podcast and once yeah, and she'll three be weeks like, and be like, "Hey, look. <laughs> you guys don't fucking put me in a box, you motherfuckers." <laughs> I like what I like, and you can't say otherwise. Um. Oh, did, did I mention I watched Bombshell? I don't think so. Have, do you know what movie I'm talking about? I think it's called Bombshell. Does it have Charlize Theron? Yeah. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it has, it's those, about the Fox those... News controversy thing. Oh! No, definitely was not thinking of that. Um, oh. Yeah, Are you I'm, I'm atomic, aware. atomic blonde. Is that what I you're? Think, I of? think so. Yeah, uh, I'm aware of that. I have, I have not seen it. I don't plan to. I mean, I, I'd highly recommend it. Mm. 
I mean, I think it's a good. What do you what do you call that kind? Sat, is it sat, it's not satire. I mean, what do you what do you call that a, when it's dramatization? Like, yeah, like a yeah, I would say it's a satire. It's totally a satire, like a satirical dramatization. But I figure satire would imply that it's trying to make fun of, right? In that satire. Well, satire. I mean. Satire. satire is an exaggeration. Usually satire is fake. But it's based on something realistic. Like the, it's the use the use of humor, irony, exaggeration, or ridicule. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's any of those. Oh, okay. Cause I mean it's it's supposed to be a serious like take on I mean like it's supposed to like portray it not I mean it's supposed to be an accurate representation of what happened, I think from what I understand. I mean, it didn't seem like it was trying... I mean, it was trying to be like... I mean, it addresses like, you know, se- uh, sexual assault. I mean, it's it's not trying to be joking about anything. It's trying to... I mean, as much as it is Fox News, there's like one scene that I think is like humorous, but that's because it's trying to play on like Fox News, but whatever. But, I mean, for for most part, I think... I think all 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 the characters were well acted. Um, trying to remember who the main lead was. Um, you had you had Charlize Theron, Margot Robbie, and the main person was. Damn it. It's like right there. I gotta just look it up. Bombshell. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. She played the main character. Uh, I guess you could say she's the main character. I don't know. But yeah, I thought like Charlie Theron didn't even look like Charlie Theron at some point. I mean, like some scenes are just like, wow, this is makeup. Is... She's a fucking chameleon, man. You should like... watch. You should watch her in Monster. Yeah, she is into it. Um, but yeah, I th- I I I highly recommend watching Bombshell. Hmm. I think my problem is that like, I don't want. To spend time with those characters, <laughs> you know, it's one more thing to be sad about the world. About <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's an interesting look. If that, if if everything, I mean, like it's just an interesting look to think like, you know, I, I don't know. It was just it it, it it's just weird. It's, 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 I think it was a really, I mean, I think it was a well-written story. I, I think the acting was great. I mean, I don't know. Uh, looking at Rotten Tomatoes, Cruella is better. So. <laughs> well, so I guess I'll go. watch Cruella I, instead. <laughs> there you go. I base all my stuff off of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways, was this another movie about Fire Island? Oh. 
Um, all right. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. We got to get to that letter, Justin. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's give me one. Sir. Read this letter from uh, last fall, I believe. <laughs> Look. All right. Uh, oh, crap. I should have saved this password. Ooh, that's not going to be it. Let me give me one second. Give me one second. Give me one second. Oof, yeah, I was way off. What the? F- okay. Give me one sec. Give me one sec. Give me one sec. to emails email email what what to email go to letter go to this one just open so frustrating all right inbox Tons of Twitter stuff. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No. That's not it. Uh... Oh, here's a... Oh, wait. What the... Wait. Am I looking in the right... Oh. Really? Really? <laughs> really? It put me down in like to unread stuff. I don't know. It was weird. Like it put me down in like 2020 emails. Nope. Don't want you. Don't want you. Um here we go from Alex. Obviously, this wall of text isn't meant to be read on air. It's just way easier to actually blurb than on Twitter. As I mentioned, text, I mostly watch popcorn Asakia, Asakia these days. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Do you know what that is? No. What the hell is... Now, you made this, now you're making this Google, Alex. Well, he did, he did say that like all those... He didn't really back those recommendations anymore. Uh, the Asekia genre focuses on characters that are transported to other worlds and must find a way to survive while usually completing some kind of mission or quest. The entire premise of the genre allows for action, introspection, personal growth, and fantastic animation. Okay. I didn't even know that was a genre. Yeah, right? I I guess it, yeah. So I guess that's like dot hack and uh sword yeah any sword of those online, any of those, those it's like, an mmo but everyone's trapped in it or yeah. <laughs> i said uh, i is bleach one did you watch any bleach i did watch bleach um i mean it has it here yeah i mean i no, i wouldn't say so like the characters definitely go to other worlds but 
don't know. Hmm. Okay. It's kind of a uh, loose definition. Uh, Stein, Stein's Gate. I don't know if he meant to put a semicolon in between it. Uh, this is a time travel anime. Okay. I've heard of that one. And as far as you know, it's complete. So you could just, you know, watch the whole thing. Uh, since I tried it and I didn't enjoy it. Maybe this is the one where he's trying to. He's trying to come up with time travel or something. I, maybe if I said I watched that, that's. Um, uh, Rezero Karahasaka. Uh, starting life in another world. It's called Rezero Starting Life in Another World. Mm. Mm. I feel like this is <laughs> that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Mm. I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this is probably better a forward to Justin to look at than like read the list off of. And I'm just like, yep, okay, that's the name of an anime. You know, <laughs> look. All right, he wrote into us. Well, and we appreciate that. He's giving his anime picks from November of 2021, Justin. We should do the <laughs> service. He was like, "Be thankful for this on Thanksgiving in 2021." <laughs> uh you watched mm, I feel like you might have watched Mob Psycho 100. Yeah, I did. Okay. The first season. Apparently, there. Okay. There's a second oh season. Oh my! There's always going to be. There's going to be 500 seasons. Justin's anime. Uh, Vinland Saga. Not that kind of anime. Ascendance of a Bookworm. The Rising of the Shield Hero. Which that the Rising of Shield Hero. Uh, that pulled up when I searched for that genre anime. So, I guess that is definitely a a hot one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I like Sword Art Online, but man, they just need to end it. You know, like <laughs> I think they've come out with like three or four more seasons after the the full story ran, and it's like, come on now, guys, come I on. I stopped man. watching. It was at the beginning of either season two or season three when it got super fucking perverted and icky. Yeah, that and was. I don't even remember exactly what happens. I just remember that it was that. <laughs> yeah, and that I was, was like, Whoa. season two. Yeah, because it got very like I captured her and I'm using. I'm gonna do whatever I want. She's like, whoa, okay, right, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't need like this is, this is and like they do like a lot of like upskirt shots. I think in that that season, it's like, mm. come on, man. Like, yeah, I don't need Rama and a half over here. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe I'll check out some of these as well. I don't. Know. Um. Maybe this. Uh. Maybe I'll. I'll get back into this. Steins. Steinsgate. Since it. Since it. As far as you know, it's complete. That's good to know. I'm. A, I'm pulling a Justin over here. Like, yeah. I want my anime to fucking be in. Well, yeah. Like fucking Christ, you could get into One Piece. If you just never need another television show to watch, <laughs> there are. Uh, what are they on now? Holy fuck! I think they're well into the thousand. I don't even know what Dragon Ball's doing now. 
oh they're they're doing whatever they're relaunching and yeah there's a hundred and there's 1019 episodes of one piece Ooh. <laughs> i like how people also ask will one piece ever have an ending <laughs> In 2019, here you go, Justin. In 2019, o- Oda mentioned that he will end One Piece in the next five years. Oh, okay. So that was in 2019, Justin. So two more years, Justin, and One Piece ends. It's like, by this part, he's just explored the entire sea, right? I mean, like, there isn't an inch he hasn't explored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, imagine, imagine how disappointing that is going to be. Like, is there an ending (laughs) after a thousand episodes? Well, I suppose you could, I mean, the the response would be, if you only enjoy the ending of the show, did you really enjoy the show? So theoretically, all of the show up until then, if you've enjoyed that, then you just need it to end. It doesn't have to be like a perfect. Does it? Does it? (laughs) I mean, man, this show's been on since 2001. Does it just, I mean, at what point, like, is that true? Like lost? Like if you didn't enjoy like the last, we watched what, six seasons of that? Like, I mean, like how many seasons? I don't know what you're asking exactly. I'm saying like to where the last episode you're not upset or like it doesn't taint the the series for Tainting you or something. Is one you know? thing. This is oh, okay. what, this is something I get irritated with people that are like, oh, the last two seasons of Game of Thrones are so bad, I'll never watch the show again. Like the first five seasons of that show are fantastic. <laughs> I really wanted you to go, weren't that great either. <laughs> No, I love the first five, like five-ish seasons of that show, and uh, at some point when they had a down the line, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, basically, when they weren't just making up whatever the fuck they wanted and doing it terribly. Um, at some point, I could see myself going back and watching those seasons again because they're so good. I don't, you know, but there are people that are like, "Well, the ending was so bad that the show is dead to me." It's like, okay. There are plenty of shows. My favorite show of all time, The West Wing, the creator of that show, the oh. creator and lead writer leaves after season four. And I've only watched like most of season five. And then I just fucking jetted out. That show went on for three more seasons after that. I, I still love the first four seasons of that show. <laughs> most shows, when you think about it, don't end well. They go on either too long or they get canceled <laughs> early. Yeah. 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 I mean, it really like, I think is the expanse done. Did you watch that? I all believe the way? it is officially done. And no, I did not. That's, okay. I think I only need, I think I only have one more season, but I really did not care for the last is, season that I watched. Is it based off of a book? Yes. Is it Leviathan Wakes? I have no fucking clue. Uh, I would imagine it's based off a book series called The Expanse. <laughs> or are you asking what the first novel is called? Well, 
I mean, if you look up Leviathan Wakes, it it's called the Expanse box the Expanse box set. And I heard a lot of good things about Leviathan Wakes. It was on like I think it won like the Hugo Award. I don't know if you know what that is. Like I, the, I do, yeah. Uh, sci-fi, like, the, but like, it was on my list of 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 reading it or actually reading it, listening to it. <laughs> um, back when it came out a long time ago, and I never got around to it. And now, and now I'm kind of like, after watching the first season of Expanse, I'm like, oh, did that did that ruin that for me? Like, would I have enjoyed it better reading it? You know, because I heard nothing but great things about the book. So, but yeah, I mean, like, if you if you enjoyed the experience, Justin, just go read about it. Because <laughs> apparently, it's all in book form. Um, but yeah, all right. Uh, thanks for listening. To, uh, episode four hundred and fifty-nine of Outlandish Podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, if you send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. We're checking it now, every now and then. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, outlandishcast. You can follow uh, Justin Outlandish Beats. You can follow me, Outlandish Matt. Uh, thanks for episode 459, and we will catch you on 460. Bye. Goodbye. Say, right, there you go. say thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough. <laughs>